you're about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. Despite its beautiful appearance, the original tower house of Crathis Castle in Aberdeenshire, Scotland, was constructed for defense, with thick stone walls and steel gates designed to withstand attacks. The estate was given to the Burnett family in the 14th century by King Robert the Bruce, although they originally took up residence in a fortress of timbers on an island they made in the middle of a nearby bog. This method of fortification, known as a cranig, was common in the late Middle Ages. Work on the current castle was not started until 1553, but its construction was delayed several times due to political problems during the reign of Mary, Queen of Scots. The Burnett family occupied the castle as their home from its original construction until its care was passed to the National Trust for Scotland in the 1950s. Crathis Castle is said to be haunted by at least one female spirit, known as the Green Lady. Legend has it that a young servant girl named Bertha stayed at the castle while her father left to fight abroad. Bertha fell in love with the young Alexander Burnett, which dismayed his mother, Lady Agnes, who wanted Alexander to marry into a noble family. Alexander was soon also sent abroad to fight. When he returned, he was heartbroken to find that Bertha had suddenly and unexpectedly died. His mother held a banquet to celebrate Alexander's safe return and to try to lift his spirits. But when he reached for a specific wine goblet during the meal, Lady Agnes snatched the cup from his hands and threw it out into the lake before it could touch his lips. Alexander began to suspect that his mother may have poisoned Bertha but forgot to dispose of the wine glass she had used. When Bertha's father returned to Crathis to collect his daughter and was informed of her death, it's said that he cursed the castle and the entire Burnett family. Legend has it that when he confronted Lady Agnes about the murder of his beloved daughter, she screamed, she comes, she comes, before dropping dead herself. The Green Lady is most often seen in one room of the castle, known appropriately as the Green Lady's Room. She's been spotted many times since the 18th century, gliding across the chamber, carrying a baby in her arms, before disappearing into the wall beside the fireplace. When workmen who were renovating the castle in the 19th century discovered the skeletal remains of a woman and a baby underneath the hearth of the fireplace, Rumors spread that these could be the remains of Bertha herself. Could this young woman have given birth to Alexander's child? Was the infant, a disgrace in Lady Agnes's eyes, poisoned along with its mother? Does Bertha's ghost still haunt the room where she and her innocent child were murdered and their bodies secretly hidden away? 
Stay with me as we explore the mystery of the Green Lady of Krathis Castle. I'm Jaden McKell, and you're listening to Straight Up Enigmas. Listeners, if you enjoy the show, it would be super amazing if you could head over to Apple Music, tap the subscribe button, and leave a review. It really helps out our podcast. Connect with us on social media where we post each episode as it airs. We're proud to be a member of the Straight Up Strange Network. Follow the network's Facebook page at Straight Up Strange and check out our discussion forum. The Strange Room to enter a world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. I'll include a link to the group in the show notes. Also, if you'd like to support our podcast, please check us out at patreon.com slash straightupenigmas to receive bonus content, shoutouts on social media, personalized messages from me, and early access to our regularly scheduled episodes. Without further ado, Let's get back to the show. Set against a backdrop of rolling green hills and gorgeous walled gardens, Crathers Castle in eastern Scotland is every inch the classic medieval tower house. Painted ceilings, family portraits, and antique furniture adorn the ancient structure, which is surrounded by nature trails and iconic yew hedges planted as early as 1702. A variety of wildlife, including roe deer, red squirrels, woodpeckers, buzzards, and herons, can be spotted along the six waymarked trails on the grounds. Inside the magnificent 16th century castle, with its intricate maze of twisting turrets, vaulting towers, and oak panels, lies the beautifully carved, jewel-encrusted ivory Horn of Lays, given to the Burnett family in the 14th century by Robert the Bruce. It was King Robert Bruce who gifted the land Krathis now stands on to the Burnett of Lays family in 1323. Construction of the current tower house of Krathis Castle was begun in 1553, but delayed several times due to political problems during the reign of Mary, Queen of Scots. The structure was completed in 1596 by Alexander Burnett of Lays believed to be the same Alexander in the legend I shared at the top of the episode, and had an additional wing added in the 18th century. Krathis Castle served as the ancestral seat of the Burnets of Lays until given to the National Trust for Scotland by the 13th Baronet of Lays, Sir James Burnett, in 1951. A fire unfortunately damaged portions of the medieval castle, in particular the Queen Anne Wing in 1966. 
In 2004, excavations on the estate uncovered a series of pits believed to date from about 10,000 years ago. The pits, 12 in all, are now believed to correlate with the phases of the moon, which would make it the world's oldest known lunar calendar used from 8,000 BC to about 4,000 BC. It's even thought to predate by up to 5,000 years previously known time-measuring monuments in Mesopotamia. The site in nearby Warren Field was discovered from the air when unusual crop marks were seen by the Royal Commission on the Ancient and Historical Monuments of Scotland. While Crathus boasts such a rich and interesting history, that might not be what brings flocks of tourists to its halls every year, especially around Halloween time. The castle's infamous ghoul, known as the Green Lady, usually appears in the same room, pacing back and forth in front of the fireplace, sometimes cradling an infant in her arms. Queen Victoria herself is counted among the visitors of the castle who have seen her. She reported a green mist floating across one of the rooms at Crathus before it swept up a childlike ghostly figure and disappeared into the fireplace. The ghost's true identity remains an enigma, but most believe the Green Lady is an apparition of a former servant who mysteriously disappeared in the mid-1600s after giving birth to an illegitimate child. Tales of the ghost might have been inspired by the painted panels in the room, one of which shows a girl dressed in green with a child in her arms. Regardless, theories endure that the servant was impregnated by a member of the Burnett family, and both mother and child were killed to save the family reputation. Her spirit was dislodged centuries later when human remains were uncovered underneath the hearth of the fireplace. Another ghost said to frequent Crathus is that of Lady Agnes, who poisoned the lover of her son, Alexander Burnett, in the late 1500s and died suddenly after suspicion fell on her. To me, the stories sound so closely intertwined and are separated by only half a century. It makes me wonder if the unfortunate servant girl, sometimes called Bertha in the stories, isn't the same young lover of Lady Agnes's son, Alexander. In either case, the Green Lady hasn't only been spotted by visitors. In 2011, instruments during one investigation recorded temperatures plunging between 10 p.m. and midnight in her room and then coming back up, while the surrounding rooms didn't change. In 2016, Bill Andrew of Bridge of Alford reportedly captured the Green Lady on film when he took a picture at Crathus Castle during a visit with his daughter and her family. Up and to the right of Mr. Andrew's family members posed in the photo, a shadowy greenish figure can be seen hovering in an open castle doorway. When his daughter, Colleen, spotted the eerie specter in the frame, Mr. Andrew contacted the castle to see if there could be any explanation. Property manager James Henderson said there had been a number of mysterious sightings in and around the castle around the time of their visit. The castle guides had reported that things felt strange. They claimed to feel a chill run down their spine in an otherwise warm room odd noises in an otherwise empty building. Could the green figure in the picture really be the infamous green lady?
Are you a parent who loves thrift shopping but just can't find the time? On a budget but really enjoys the idea of finding brand name clothes for your little one? Look no further than Do Life Thrift Boxes. That's do as in two. And for less than the cost of two name brand outfits, Do Life Thrift Boxes will send you 10 pieces of clothing in the mail ranging from 3T all the way up to teen. Do Life Thrift Boxes takes gently used kids' clothing and mails them directly to you without all of the hassle of going out, dragging your kid along, and thrifting for clothes. Do Life Thrift Boxes does all of the work for you. It's simple. You pick your style, your size, preferences, and boom, it's in the mail. Then your child gets a fun surprise opening a box of 10 new-to-them pieces to try on and feel great in. You can even personalize your box. No matter if it's warm or cold outside, have Do Life send you summer or winter clothes, or choose a combination of the two for guys and gals. Do you have a preference for colors? No blues, all greens? Hate jeans but prefer sweats? You can choose that too. Do Life has tons of different styles to choose from as well. From that brand new back-to-school outfit and simple playtime gear, to the athletic look, which I know can be pricey. But you know what? They're all the same cost at dolife.co. That's co, not com, because it's 2020 and that's how we roll. Our listeners are getting a special offer for 15% off with our code ENIGMAS, E-N-I-G-M-A-S. Head on over to www.dolife.co. Again, not com. And create your own box today. $150 plus in name brand gently used kids clothing for only $49. DoLife.co a number of traditionally green supernatural entities within the folklore of the United Kingdom. For example, elves, leprechauns, fairies, banshees, and green lady ghosts, usually slender, golden-haired women in long green gowns, are all deeply rooted in the mythology of Scotland, Ireland, Wales, and England. Similar to the banshee in Irish mythology, the Green Lady has a very special place in Scottish and Welsh folklore, as she's believed to protect a family, its home, property, and domestic animals. But while the Irish Banshee usually moves with the family, a Green Lady, or Maiden, never leaves the home she haunts and waits for the next family to move in. While those who encounter a Green Lady are often frightened, According to the folklore, it's never the ghost's intention to harm anyone. But this doesn't make much sense with the legendary Green Lady of Krathis Castle. To me, it seems like a woman murdered and secretly buried under the hearth of a fireplace, along with her baby, wouldn't exactly want to protect the home and family that did this horrible thing to her. A specific ghost in Scottish mythology called a Glaistig might help us to better understand the apparition haunting Krathis Castle. The Green Maiden, or Glaistig, is a type of fuith. A fuith, literally meaning hate in Scottish and Irish Gaelic, 
designates a class of malevolent Highland Gaelic mythological water spirits, more commonly known as Kelpie, inhabiting the sea, rivers, freshwater, or sea lochs. Their appearance ranges from covered in shaggy yellow fur to just having a mane down its back, webbed toes, tails with spikes, and no nose. They are prone to wearing green, whether it be a dress or robe, as it is the color of fairies. A glaistig, however, may appear as a beautiful woman, or a monstrous half-woman and half-goat similar to a fawn or satyr. The lower goat half of her hybrid form is usually disguised by a long, flowing green robe or dress, and the woman often appears gray with long, yellow hair. The Glaistig is an ambivalent ghost that appears in legend as both a malignant and benign creature. Some stories have her luring men to her lair via song or dance, where she would then drink their blood. Other such tales have her casting stones in the path of travelers, or throwing them off course. In other or more benign incarnations, the Glaistig is a type of tutelary spirit and protector of cattle and herders. In at least one legend in Scotland, the town of Ochnacraig had such a spirit protecting the cattle herds. The townsfolk, in gratitude, poured milk from the cows into a hollowed-out stone for her to drink. According to the same legend, her protection was revoked after one local youth poured boiling milk into the stone, burning her. She has also been described in some folklore as watching over children, while their mothers milked the cows and fathers watched over the herds. Another rendition of the Glaistig legend is that she was once a mortal noblewoman to whom a fairy nature had been given, or who was cursed with the goat's legs and immortality, and since has been known as the Green Lady. She might either be benign, watching over houses and looking after the weak mind, or appear as a vengeful ghost. In some tales, she was murdered in a green dress and then stuffed unceremoniously up the chimney by a servant. It's said that her footsteps can still be heard as she walks the castle in sadness. This version of the Glaistig legend sounds very much like the Green Lady of Krathis Castle. Instead of being stuffed up a chimney though, she was discarded underneath a fireplace. She can appear harmlessly enough to visitors of the castle, but to the Burnett family, she is known as a malignant harbinger of doom. Is the Green Lady the ghost of a murdered servant girl? Or could she be a different mythological creature altogether, like a fairy or glaistig? What do you think? Find us on Instagram at Straight Up Enigmas or Twitter at Straight Enigmas and let us know. You can also contact us through email at straightupenigmas at gmail.com or through our website, straightupenigmas.home.blog. If you like the show, please remember to hop onto Apple Music to give us a five-star rating. It really helps the podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you on our next episode of Straight Up Enigmas. This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one 
at straightupstrange.com.